What is up guys, it is Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be going through five wide receiver sleepers that you guys should be targeting in your fantasy football drafts. So these are going to be wide receivers who are being picked in the double digit rounds, so round 10 and on. Obviously every platform's ADP is going to vary, so I'm using the 4 for 4 website. Basically is like cumulative data for a bunch of different platforms, combines all these platforms together to make a consensus ADP. So that's where I'm getting the ADP from. There's not one you know, platform that's going to be perfect because some people are playing in more casual leagues. Others are playing in more competitive leagues. So it's definitely going to vary. But that's the ADP that I'm rolling with. And let's just jump right into the first sleeper. And it is going to be Sky Moore. Sky Moore is someone I've been talking about all offseason long. Right now, he is being drafted as the wide receiver 49, a 10th round pick. And I truly believe he has the highest upside of basically any wide receiver going in the 10th round or later. Like if he hits, if he hits as a you know solid rookie season breakout, like we've seen with a bunch of these guys in the past few years, I think he can totally be a top 24 fantasy football wide receiver. If we're looking at the wide receivers that are kind of coming in, replacing Tyreek Hill, you have Juju Smith-Schuster, who's had some impressive seasons, right? Like in 2018, 111 receptions, 1,426 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. Everyone thought Juju was going to be a stud an elite wide receiver, one of the best in the NFL. Since then, he's completely fallen off. 2019, 2020, 2021, he hasn't had a season where he's gone over 150 receiving yards. They bring in Marquez Valdez-Scantling. MVS has never had a 700-yard season in his career, and he's been playing with Aaron Rodgers. So why do we all of a sudden think he's going to be some stud going with Patrick Mahomes? He couldn't do it with one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Obviously, he has another quarterback again, but I don't think MVS is someone who you're going to consistently be trusting in your lineups. So even though they've brought in competition, I think Skymore has a decent shot of breaking out, being the number one, number two wide receiver on this team. And I have confidence that he can do this because of his college profile. He's someone who produced in all three of his college seasons. The most recent season, his junior year, 2021, he played in 12 games, caught 94 passes for 1,283 receiving yards. He had a 36.7% target share and then caught 10 touchdowns. So I'm definitely on the Sky Moore hype train. I'm going to have a ton of shares of him in my fantasy leagues. And I think he's someone that you guys should be looking at also. The next sleeper I'm going to have is Julio Jones. And it's kind of crazy to be calling Julio Jones a sleeper. But at this point in his career, I think it's kind of fair. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 52. This is an 11th round pick. I do think that ADP could continue to kind of creep up throughout the rest of the offseason, you know, maybe into a 10th round pick, 9th round pick. But even at those prices, I still think he's a solid guy to go after. We all know his 2021 season was very disappointing. It was derailed by injuries. He was playing hurt. He was missing games, coming back in, playing in a game, struggling. I kind of break down his whole 2021 season and like the mess of it in another video. I believe it's like five players skyrocketing up my rankings. So if you want the full breakdown, go look at that one. I posted it like a few days ago to a week ago. So it should be like one of my most recent videos. But, you know, I go through all of that. It's just a rough season. It's possible he's fallen off. It's possible he won't be able to stay healthy. But it's also possible he just had an unfortunate season, dealt with injuries, obviously isn't like top tier elite Julio Jones and kind of just wasn't able to overcome it. Like remember in 2020, this man was still very, very good played in nine games, caught 51 passes for 771 yards and three touchdowns. He was the wide receiver 14 in points per game. I mentioned how he played in nine games. 
He went for 90 plus receiving yards in five of those. So five out of nine games with 90 plus receiving yards, very, very strong. And I think he slots into a really solid role here with the Buccaneers where you have Mike Evans as the number one, Chris Godwin's like the number two, kind of a 1A, 1B there when Godwin's 100% healthy. They do have Russell Gage, but Julio Jones, if he is still very talented, could slot in as the wide receiver three. This is a spot that we saw Antonio Brown produce in. And Antonio Brown was the wide receiver seven in points per game last year. And AB wasn't a guy who was playing like huge number of snaps per game. Like these were the five games where he was the wide receiver three and the snap counts. So 65%, 44%, 51%, 57%, and 49%. This honestly may be like the ideal role for Julio Jones at this point in his career. He's not going to be breaking down his body, playing 80 to 90% of the snaps. He's going to have other wide receivers taking some of the pressure off him. You know, he's going to be the wide receiver three, which is really crazy to think about. He's going to have the greatest quarterback of all time throwing on passes with Tom Brady. I know he's taking like a personal break right now. I think he's going to be back. I think this Bucks offense is going to be fantastic. And I want to have a lot of shares of Julio Jones. Now we're going to switch over to some younger wide receivers. The first one is going to be George Pickens. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 65. I was a big fan of George Pickens as a prospect. I thought he was going to be drafted sooner than he was. thought it was a really nice pick for the Steelers. He had a solid freshman and sophomore seasons in college. His junior year was derailed by injuries, tore his ACL, came back you know, pretty early on, and then just kind of struggled the last few games of the season, but to be expected coming off in ACL. He has all the tools to be a stud wide receiver in the NFL. Solid size, 6'3", 200 pounds. He's a solid athlete, ran a 4'4", 740 which is pretty impressive at that 6'3", 200-pound size. Also, the Steelers just have a super strong track record of drafting these solid wide receiver picks. We've seen it with Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, A.B., Claypool. They just constantly funnel these dudes in, so you know they're going to be hitting on guys. So it makes me kind of feel vindicated in liking George Pickens. And then so far at camp, he has just been an absolute stud. He's been super impressive. There's been talk about him potentially kind of overthrowing Claypool as that number two guy. It's possible. He's listed as a starter on the depth chart. I don't even think he needs to overtake Claypool, at least from week one. But we know like today in the NFL for fantasy football, if rookie wide receivers are talented enough, they will find a way to produce. Even though this isn't a great situation, we don't know who the quarterback is. The passing offense probably isn't going to be great. I want to be betting on strong, talented young players. And George Pickens is one of those guys. Moving over to another young player and another rookie, we have Jalen Tolbert. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 66. So very, very late in drafts, potentially undrafted. But Tolbert is in a very unique spot where with Amari Cooper gone to the Browns, Gallup unlikely to play in week one with his ACL tear, and then James Washington fracturing his foot. Jalen Tolbert is in a spot where he comes in as a third round pick and is like the wide receiver two for the Cowboys team behind CeeDee Lamb. Like, it's kind of crazy that he just steps into this role, but I don't really see another situation here. Like, it seems like a very strong possibility that he will be the number two option at the wide receiver position. He's someone who produced very well in college, very dominant junior and senior seasons. As a senior, he caught 82 passes for 1,474 receiving yards. We know this Cowboys offense, you know, likes to get multiple weapons involved. They've used two to three wide receivers consistently over the last few years. You know, three guys who have been fantasy relevant. They get the running backs involved, the tight ends involved. So this is kind of a situation here where if Tolbert isn't ready, 
he's not going to produce. Like, I don't think the wide receiver position is one of these where you can just funnel a guy targets and they're going to produce. If he's not ready, he's not going to give you production. But if he is ready, he's going to have a fantastic role in this offense where he can just step in from day one and ball out. So he's someone I would just want to have on my team. If he does nothing for a few weeks, all right, you draft him, you turn the waiver wire, whatever you got to do. But he's someone who I want on my roster heading into week one. And then the fifth and final wide receiver is going to be Romeo Dubs going off the board as the wide receiver 71. Now, if you're super locked in with training camp news, you're in a competitive league, you and a lot of your league mates probably have heard of Romeo Dubs. But if you're just getting together with some buddies from school, some buddies from work, whatever it is, they may have no idea who Romeo Dubs is. But I actually talked about him as a late round gem when I was talking about like winners and losers from rounds four through seven of the NFL draft. Talked about Romeo Dubs as a winner, as a prospect. He had really strong production in his junior and senior seasons of college, went over a thousand yards in both of those years. And he has just been an absolute darling at training camp. Like the beat reporters cannot talk about this guy enough. Like every route he runs, someone is tweeting something about him, how impressive he looks, the chemistry with the quarterbacks, all this stuff. And now I do think it's kind of a long shot for Romeo Dubs to come in and be like a super strong wide receiver from day one. Just like looking at the draft capital, he wasn't like an elite prospect, all this stuff. So people may be saying like, ah, I'm not really buying into the hype. At this point, wide receiver 71, there is no risk here. And when we're looking at this Green Bay Packers wide receiver room, we've got Al Nazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, and then like Amari Rogers. There are not a lot of big names in this wide receiver room, right? Al Nazard is the guy who's getting pushed up. He seems to be like the consensus guy to be the wide receiver one on this team. Sammy Watkins is super old. Randall Cobb is old. Christian Watson is like their early round pick, but a super raw prospect. Has missed a lot of time with injury throughout training camp. And then you have Dubs, who I'm talking about here. And then Amari Rodgers going into year two. Didn't really do anything in year one. So right now in fantasy football drafts, I would rather be taking a swing on the unknown in Romeo Dubs compared to some of the other wide receivers in this room, some of the older guys who probably aren't going to give you much of a ceiling, some of the younger guys who already haven't produced and have gotten the opportunity. And Alan Lazard's going in like round seven or eight. So it's not like, oh no, I much prefer Alan Lazard over Romeo Dubs. Like, yeah, you probably should, but you're passing up on some other strong options at other positions to draft Alan Lazard, whereas Romeo Dubs is someone free who you're getting in one of your last rounds or just straight up off the waiver wire. So definitely someone to watch for there. Also, like with this Packers offense, someone's going to be fantasy relevant. So give me the guy who's had some solid reports out of camp compared to the other players who have been pretty silent. But those are the five sleepers at the wide receiver position. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. If you enjoyed the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. It really helps me out a ton. I'll be continuing to talk about sleepers at the quarterback and tight end position. So stay tuned for that, and I'll see you guys in the next one.